Greetings, Liz. How are you? I'm good. And you? I am just doing wonderful. It is great to have you with me on today. Well, thank you for having me today. Happy Wellness Wednesday. Well, thank you so much. <laughs> I am doing my best to stay hydrated. I'm uh, getting over whatever it was that tried to hold me down. I came in contact with a young lady that didn't disclose to me that not only was she not vaccinated or she had gotten vaccinated, but she had also had pneumonia and still currently has it. And I'm in the car with her and we're riding around and she neglected to give me those details. And, oh, I started feeling some type of way, you know, and uh, I've been up since about one o'clock this morning, hydrating myself, eating oranges and, you know, just meditating and trying to get myself together on this wellness Wednesday. So does she have COVID? She... No, I, no, I don't think she currently has it, but she definitely has pneumonia. Okay. Mm -hmm. So I've been sending love and light and healing and gratitude so that I can heal faster. <laughs> <laughs> You'll pull through it. Drink tea. <laughs> I know, right? I, yeah, I yeah, I have some here. Uh, I, I actually got some warming up on the pot, actually. So I will definitely be having some more tea uh soon definitely so i wanted to do two things uh with this uh zoom today okay i wanted to have a conversation with you and uh see how we could collaborate come up with some ideas do some things together and then uh to be able to interview you and talk about the various things that you have going on in your life uh personal and professional so um Either one works fine for me, whichever one you'd like to dive into first. I'm, I'm totally okay with it. <laughs> I'm an open book. As you can see, I got, I'm an open book. Exactly. My, my life story is out there. I, I don't hold nothing back. I'm very open. Uh, it took me many years to get open and share my story because I've gone through a lot. But now it's just focusing on getting the education out there with the, with the cup of tea. So mm -hmm. that's my biggest goal right now is to get into boardrooms, get into schools, get into different countries, actually open a stage and have people communicate and have that conversation mm -hmm. through a cup of tea. And when I say cup of tea, I mean you, the tea, because we are all teas. We all serve in different ways and we all bring something to the table. So we all have a flavor and a blend that can be used when the time is right. Because sometimes it's not the right timing, it's not the right location, and it's not the right, <laughs> right, the right, format right so yeah. we have to understand what our teas are actually serving by being authentic and by serving our true selves and so that's what I'm teaching to everybody and I'm actually just opening it up and having people come on my tea time and share what they do and why they do it because there's always a backstory to why you do things right either like like you've lost your sister so you you're supporting cancer I support domestic violence and um neglect and abandonment from parent parental parents and foster care systems and stuff like that so I have like a deep story not only do I have the story of me being in foster care but also my children being put into foster care because of domestic violence so these are the things that I want to bring to the table that not all situations are bad 
and not all people should be looked down on because they had to make us make a decision in that was best for their situation so that's what I do is I just kind of make people feel at home and who doesn't feel at home when they're drinking a cup of tea right so they're relaxed you come over you have some cookies you have a cup of tea and you just you just flow and you spill the tea right so that's what I do I'm coming with different to the table I love it because as you're speaking about cups of tea, I am um, I am just here in my meditative space. Let me see if I can uh, do this here. None. Let me see here. Yeah. So I'm just here in my meditative space and just enjoying this cup of tea. There that- we go. There we go. Now, <laughs> now we're doing tea time. <laughs> And this is what it is, right? We always overthink and we always think, okay, this is the impression that we need to give is we need to, I have no green screens. You're in actually my tea room right now. You're in my space. So I bring the realness because I find that everyone is putting a mask on and they're losing who they truly are. Mm -hmm. And we're losing some really incredible talented people because of masking to fit in. Sure. You know, I, I'm big on, I'll stand alone if it's for the right reason. And mm-hmm. I'll, I'll turn my back on a thousand people. Just, I will not sit at your table if you're serving the wrong thing to the world. Right. If you're serving against humanity, I'm sorry, but I'm not sitting at your table. You know, I'm about making a difference. And, and that's what I stand for is mm-hmm. and real and raw. A lot of people say, Miss Liz, you're really blunt. And I'm like, yes, I am. I'm blunt and I'm honest. And that's what we need. We need honesty. We need to know that the world is messed up. Yeah, definitely. Definitely. Yeah, I think I think we can certainly all agree uh, that the world, you know what? It's not the world that's messed up. It's the people in the world that's messed up. Yeah. Right. Even communities. It's not the communities that are messed up, Liz. It's the people that we allow in our communities. Right. Exactly. Because We have the ability to change that. Right. And we are not. We are not doing that. Exactly. So we are responsible for the confusion and the chaos and the drama and the domestic violence that's going on in our yep. neighborhood. Because if we were advocates, true advocates in our neighborhood, social justice advocates, then we would be knocking on the doors in our neighborhood, checking on um, Betty and Tom and, and, and little Rick and John and, you know, the families, the elderly, like we're supposed to do. And then, mm-hmm. then we'll know what's going on in our community. Who's who's the bad seed? Who's the rotten apple, right? Speak to that bad seed, that rotten apple and say, hey, this is what we are doing together as a community. Either get on board with it or you got to go. Period. Exactly, right? Yeah. And I like the word that you use, responsibility, because we need to take that responsibility. We got to stop the blaming and stop complaining. Start making the difference. You know, a lot of people say, well, I can't do that because I'm poor. Well, you know what? I live on disability, I and but I don't let that stop me. Yeah. I get up every day and I try to make a difference, at least with one person's life. You know, it doesn't have to be a million people. One person, just check in, see how they're doing. You know, say, hey, how can I help you today? Oh, you have this event going on or this this project going on. Let me see how I can help, you know, even if it's just sharing. You don't have to financially support all the time. Yeah. You know, just sharing an event showing up to the event, encouraging other people to check it out. You know, if it's not your cup of tea, it's maybe their cup of tea. Sure. So 
that's what I, I serve, you know? Mm-hmm. And I like that you said the word responsibility because people are not taking responsibility. They're putting the blame game on this organization, this community, this country. It's, it starts with us and it ends with us. We have to be accountable. We exactly. like We like accountability, being responsible and transparency. We exactly. like that around the board, across the board. You know, and we have to change that. And in yep. order to change that, we have to change this first, right? Exactly. We have to change the man and woman in the mirror first and foremost, right? Exactly. I'd be the first to raise my hand and say, I'm ready for change because I'm changing, right? Right. And, and we have our bad days, you know, when we're really authentic with ourselves, we can say, you know what, we're, we're not okay today. We are not okay. Mm-hmm. And it's not to look down on us. We're just having a hard day. It's not a bad day. It's a hard day. True. Tomorrow's another day. You know, let's get through the hard day by supporting one another and saying, you know what? Okay, she's struggling right now. Let her vent. Let her release. Let her let her get it out without taking it personal. Or him. Mm-hmm. You know, because that's the thing I'm finding a lot too by being an advocate for a lot of these harder subjects like abuse, trauma, grief, and that people take things personal. Mm-hmm. And 99% of the time has nothing to do with the other person. Nothing at all. Nothing at all. <laughs> nothing. It's just that we feel convicted because we are accustomed to living this way or, or this situation happened or this is a trigger for us or that causes a trigger. And it's like, we got to get beyond that. Like we have become so, we have become so sensitive. Yeah. Right. We've become too baby-ish. Yeah. We're not getting spoon fed anymore. It's time out for spoon feeding. Yeah. And we're not finding solutions by being spoon fed. Yeah. We got to man up and woman up, you know? Yeah. So let's, let's get into this thing, Liz. Uh, I I, I appreciate, I appreciate your energy and, um, and, and all that you do. And, and I like for you to share with our, our listeners, uh, and our audience, all that you do. Right. Um, so tell us who is Elizabeth. And I don't want to mispronounce the last name. Is it? Uh, a lot of people do. It's Ganyo. 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 So it's just like an onion. Ganyo. You know, just think of an onion. And you got Ganyo. There you go by Miss Liz for short. I got it. There we go. That's why everybody calls me Miss Liz. And you are a woman with a dream to make a difference with one cup of tea at a time. I love that. So let's talk a little bit about who Liz is, right? Who are you? What's your background? And what's your vision? Let's start there. Well, first off, who I am, I'm just the everyday woman with a dream. I had a dream since I was a little girl when I had my first cup of tea with my great grandma. And she told me to enjoy my cup of tea. So as a little girl, right, I just drink my tea really quick, quick. And she's like, no, 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 no. And I was like, okay, what did I do wrong? Like I drank it too fast and didn't enjoy it so she said she was going to give me a second cup of tea but she wanted me to understand that she was serving me a cup of life so she told me to recharge reflect and release well I was only four so I really didn't understand what she meant by these words but as I grew up I was like god that's what Oma was trying to tell me was you're going to have a hard life girl but this tea is going to save you and it's not going to be the beverage it's going to be you it's going to be you that saves yourself. Sure. So I, I, I'm just a, an, an everyday woman who has a big dream. And I know it's possible because I've done it. And I have the proof. I have the stories to show the proof. 
that it can be done when we start serving tea, start serving ourselves and start listening and encouraging people to just get out there and serve and make a difference. I, I'm a survivor of domestic violence, uh, child abuse, sexual abuse. I'm also a survivor of parental abuse. And I really don't stick to the abuse. I, I, the abuse had to happen and I accept the abuse because it made me who I am. It made me the strong woman that I am. If I wouldn't have gone through it, I would not be a voice for others today. You know, I wouldn't, if I had a perfect life, I would not be sitting here in front of you serving my tea because that's not my, that's not my purpose. My purpose in life was to make a difference since I was little. And that's what I'm doing is I'm making a difference by sharing, by opening it up. And as you can see in the background, sharing is healing. You know, that's the only way we heal is by sharing, by releasing. That's where my Oma said, release, let it go, you know, learn to forgive so that you can move forward. You know, it doesn't mean that they're still coming on Sunday for a roast beef dinner. You, you just got to forgive so you can move forward. So that's what I do. I'm just an everyday woman with a big dream with a cup of tea. And as you can see, I got tea all behind me. So I'm just a tea tea freak or whatever you want to call me, but I enjoy tea and I enjoy the history of the tea, the understanding of where it comes from, who planted that seed, who watered that seed, who pulled that seed, you know? So these are things that are connected to who we are as well, who plants our seed, who waters our seed and who pulls our seed, you know? So by pulling by triggers, you know, who, why do we let people trigger us? Because we haven't healed yet. We haven't released yet. So we need to learn to start releasing and it's okay to cry. I encourage crying. Everyone, boys, girls, men, women cry. It's good for you. It's good to release. It's good to let it out. You know, we all are human beings and we need to encourage that we heal together as one. And that's what I do with one cup of tea at a time. It's it's tears are, uh, I think in the scripture says tears are joy, right? So, Tears releases the unnecessary toxins in our bodies, right? And then after the tears, we feel better because that's joy, right? The Truth Hurts YouTube channel. Let's talk a little bit about that. The Truth Hurts started when I kind of was just releasing myself and I was posting on all of my pictures, The Truth Hurts, because it does hurt. The real truth does hurt. But it also is an eye opening to the change on how we can make a difference by hearing the truth Mm -hmm. and the hard truth. So that platform is no longer in effect. And that was brought together by me and uh, Shadow God, uh, a man in Tennessee who I still don't know how we connected. But we had a journey and we actually were raw and real and really blanked on how life was because people look at mental illness as a stigma and we wanted to really break it so break the doors open and what we did with that is we hosted a live show had guests come in and we also had homework after which any of the viewers could take part in they were not forced to it was on their own basis and we actually opened some doors to some healing and it was nice to see because my one of one of my children actually started joining the show with us and she was actually able to release, knowing that there was another person that wasn't mom that she was able to open up. 
uh, because she's overcome a lot of things in her life too. And as a parent, sometimes we're too close to the situation that we don't understand. So she had that chance to open up and share with Shadow while I was sitting there and understanding, okay, now I get it because there was that third person that wasn't involved that was actually showing me she's not coming at you like this. She's coming at you this way, but you're not seeing it because you're too close to the situation. So open your eyes and kind of give her that, that time and space. So, cause I took a lot of things very personal with my kids cause my kids are my everything. So when my kids are hurting, I just kind of go into shutdown mode and I just get angry. I get like this big mama bear thing, like, you know, so nothing, nothing is going in mama bears on a rage. It doesn't matter what you're saying. I'm just mad right now. <laughs> like It's not, I'm not commuting. So, so it took a lot to understand that, but I found that that was a, a trial to see how we could grow. So the truth hurts is also involved with Miss Liz's tea times because the truth hurts when we share our stories sometimes. So I stayed connected with that. And because I was a co-creator of that, we kind of connected that together. But Shadow God has also then composed Miss Liz's uh, opening song and he has performed it himself. So I encourage everyone to check out Shadow God on Facebook, on on Instagram. He does amazing work and he's a really incredible man. So I just want to put that out there. Wonderful. Definitely appreciate you for being transparent and as open as you have been, because that means a lot. Uh, we don't know each other. We're this is our first time really interacting, and we're pouring our heart hearts out here with you, with each other, and with the rest of the world. Essentially, um, mental health awareness is something that's very important and critical because oftentimes we neglect ourselves. We neglect our own mental health. When I was homeless. For three and a half, almost four years, I neglected my mental health. I, I neglected myself, you know, and it, it. I'm still dealing with the ramifications of being homeless. Now that I have my own place, you know, thank God, I'm starting over. But that life, that lifestyle, I tell you, you know, and uh, it's it's really something else. It is. Uh, but I, I, I appreciate where I am today. I appreciate coming out of that past, coming out of that hurt. Now, I'm not going to say that I'm perfect, that I don't still have learning experiences because I do. I'm not going to sit here and tell you that I don't hurt because I do. Uh, you talked about mama bear. Well, I'm papa bear and, and things are not right with papa bear's children. So I'm not right. Mentally, emotionally, physically, you know, I'm concerned about my children. I think about my children all the time. You know, I lost custody of them four years ago. It's over four years ago now. They're 14 and 13 now, my son and daughter. So that is a an unrelenting pain. It nags at my heart. It tears my heart apart every day. You know, so I, I, I get it. I get it. Women highlights of the day. Women highlights of the day. Ooh. Now that's a good one. I've never oh. been hit with that one. Now oh. that's a good one. <laughs> now yes. you got me. Yes. Oh, mm. women highlights of the day. We mm. can go back to it, but I just figured. Yeah, you know, let me oh, let I, me kind yeah, of brew that and, and steep that tea a little because, yeah, that's a good one. That, that one I've never gotten. But yeah oh my goodness <laughs> throw me for a loop oh spill the tea Liz <laughs> yeah. 
Yeah, I figured you would just, you know, have guests on your show and you would highlight women of the day. That's what I assume that's, that is. But we could come back to that. Um, oh, no, because my tea times is open to everyone. Oh, it really? is open to men, women, oh, okay. and children. No, okay. no, 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 okay. no. Uh, because we all have a cup, right? Sure. Uh, I don't really, I only had one child on tea time. And I really didn't share his tea time because I am big on not getting children exported because of their safety and that. Mm-hmm. But the tea time is there if anybody really wants to watch it. But I didn't want to invade on his privacy as a, as a young boy. Sure. But he actually s- served a really good cup of tea because he served on the education of children during COVID on how he didn't like being homeschooled in that and how he wasn't engaged a- anymore. He didn't find the learnings and lessons as encouraging. And he wanted to really speak to the children that were out there. So it was really an incredible tea time. Um but I don't have it on my channel. I, if anybody wants to see that tea time, they can personally send me a message. I will message his mom and see if it's okay to send before, because I do respect him as a child. I am looking at doing tea time with children in the future, uh, but I really don't want to put children in any danger because of being a survivor of child abuse. I know how it can be and people take advantage of children. Sure. And sometimes children, they get a little light of fame or something or a little interview. And then they're all like, Oh, I'm a movie star. I'm a, star. <laughs> you know, so I, I, I really respect children and their privacy and that. So, but no, my tea time is for everyone. It's for men, for women, because we all have a tea time. We, we all have a tea in us. We all serve and we all bring something to the table. So no, it's not just women. Wonderful. So the highlight of women, that kind of threw me off because Miss Liz is an open book for everyone because I have a son and I encourage us every time I do an interview with anyone, I encourage that we get services for men as well. There are men that are living with domestic violence. Oh, yeah. There are men that are being sexually abused. There are men who are being taunted because they're supposed to man up. They're not supposed to cry. So I want to put that stigma to, to an end because I have a son. So I want those services there for my son. If something would happen to my son, I want my son to be able to have a service to help him. So I'm I'm big on everyone. I'm not just a female, female rights, rights for children, for the girl child. I am there for everyone. I really, truly believe we can make a difference when we start serving together. Mm-hmm. You know, stop the separation, stop the division. We all are human beings, first and foremost. You know, we're not men, women, children. We're all human race here. So let's all start working together as one. That's beautiful. Now your tea time, uh, is it once a week? Is it bi-weekly or as often as you just want to go live? (laughs) My tea time is when the guests actually have time for their tea. Because I believe that it's when they're ready to serve their tea. Mm -hmm. So they come to me. I give them the time and date. What I do is I serve a tea between 12 and 9 p.m. So if they would pick a date and that, what I do is I try to ask for at least a week's notice so I can get them promoted and, and seen as well. But I'll be changing that in 2022. We'll be doing a lot more of, um, because I've done this for two years for free at no cost to anyone. So it, at the end of the day, Miss Liz still has to survive too. So, so for two years, I've been doing this for free and I do a lot of promo. I do personal videos for everyone uh, and I get you on to 13 different locations. So not just one platform. I'm not just on a Facebook live. 
we're actually streaming to multiple places and we're actually getting your stories out there. And then what I do is I do a reunion show. So my big reunion show is coming up December 18th. Okay. Uh, I have done 180 times in two years. So, so far I have 24 confirmed guests that are coming back and there's a lot, a lot of surprises coming with Miss Liz. So good deal. Congratulations. And speaking of tea time, you you know, you've got to have Dr. King Yaa's holistic meditative tea. So we got to, we got to make this official. We got to get you some of that tea over there and we need to have, we're having tea time together, but we, I'd like for, I'd like for you to, to really have some of the tea as well and, uh, and see what I'm doing with that. And I'm really, I'm really grateful and humbled for the opportunity. Uh, right now we have our tea in uh, Southern Vegan Soul Cafe restaurant in Atlanta, uh, in Macon, Georgia, and also in a health food store in Atlanta, Georgia. So we are really looking forward to doing some things with this. And coincidentally, or by spiritual incidents, my sister, April Riley, lived in Atlanta, Georgia. She lived there. And then I flew her home on a plane to St. Louis, Missouri, because she was like, bro, I need you to fly me home. I'm ready to come home. She knew that she had stage four pancreatic cancer, and she knew that it was time for her to come home. And she wanted to spend time with the family, you know. So, yeah, uh, this nothing happens by coincidence at all, at all. So, um, wow. You you have been a guest on bathrobe moments. Yes, I was. I, I believe it was two weeks ago. I was. So I, I have interviews all over the place. A lot of people have been interview, interviewing me since Sean Fair's uh, leadership experience tour in Detroit uh, in September. So, yeah, I think it was two weeks ago. I did bat and bat and bathrobe moments, and and that was an incredible interview as well, and an incredible host, Lorraine. If you haven't heard about it check it out follow him this man is doing incredible he has an amazing platform and he's really opening doors as well I really encourage everyone who has interviewed me as a guest that I personally want to thank each and every one of you for giving me the time and space for sharing my tea with each and every one of you and that I encourage all of my viewers to check out all of my interviews and Keep encouraging this list to just keep pushing because sometimes I need that push too. Absolutely. Uh, I have my hard days too. So uh, I want to get a little bit more into the tea that you shared and your sister's story. My goal in 2022 is to actually have some sponsors and some partnerships with different tea companies who are actually making a difference by impacting. And this tea, I believe, started because of your sister. And I really want to encourage her story to come out. So if we can maybe do a, a tea time with the sponsor of this tea and anybody who wants to purchase this tea, you know, uh, kind of get your sister's story out there and, and the transformation that it has caused you in your life as well, because losing a, a loved one is hard, but you created something really magical here. You've created a, an amazing cup of tea and congratulations for all of the locations that you're in. I'm sure you're going to grow a lot bigger because a lot of people are going to water that seed. So. Absolutely. Yeah, definitely looking forward to that. Yeah, my sister was, uh, she was a breath of fresh air, I tell you. Uh, she was about, I think maybe about a year, year and a half younger than I than I am. And so uh, losing her back in 2016, just at age 35, was just uh, heart-wrenching. You know, the last seven days she spent on hospice care, you know. But there's another story. My sister was a social uh, advocate as well, social justice advocate. 
and she fought for the rights of others and she fought for her life even at the very last end my sister was not afforded the best health care because of her insurance my sister was considered a black woman who was at the poverty level and lacked the insurance that she needed to get the proper medication and treatment that she needed. When my sister was going through chemo and radiation, because essentially that's all that they could offer her at the time, there was no such thing as pancreatic cancer research. That didn't come into existence until after she had passed away. Okay. And, um, you know, had she been of a different ethnicity, had she made more money um, financially, been a different financial bracket, then she would have probably still been here today. You know, so her story deserves to be told. Um, her legacy deserves to be told. When I lost April Riley to stage four pancreatic cancer in 2016, I was also losing custody of my children. And then subsequently, I was placed on child support. The children that I'd raised since they were born. And uh, they were taken away from me, just like that. And uh, I sold both of my vehicles. I sold pretty much everything and whatever I didn't sell, I gave to the homeless. Um, I was homeless. I became homeless as a result of paying attorneys to represent me that ran off with my money. that didn't give a damn about me, my children or my family. Um, yeah, uh, it was, it was a tough time, a real tough time. And, uh, that left me homeless for about three and a half years. You know, uh, the other six months I or so, I stayed wherever I could, hotels or whatever, uh, whatever my money could afford, my unemployment money at the time. <laughs> so, um, But now, um, looking back at that, I wouldn't change anything because it has only made me stronger because from that came, from that came Kai Collections. And Kai Collections is a shoe line that I designed in honor of my sister. So I started designing women's shoes because I thought, what can I make? What can I create to keep my sister's legacy alive? Something beautiful, something that all women like, right? Besides money and shopping and clothes. So I thought of the next best thing, shoes. And so I've been designing shoes for women. Now I design for men and children. And uh, now I'm, I have a T-line. If you'd excuse me a moment, I need to grab my charger before my phone dies. So I will- Oh, it's not a problem my video off and then I will be right back. Um, if you'd like to continue, you are more than welcome to continue um, sharing uh, more information about yourself. I was looking at the CWWE Christian Widows and Widowers in Power uh, interview piece. So you could talk a little bit about that and I'll be right back. Uh, for the CIW, uh, I forget the title of it, but that was, a, I think that was like a year ago that I did that interview. And that was to just encourage women who have lost their husbands to just serve their teeth to continue on, you know, if new relationships came that they could uh, get into them without feeling guilty. And that because a lot of widows, uh, especially women, we feel guilty if we want a new spouse, you know, uh, and a lot of people have time frames on grief and I, I really don't understand that 
you know, because grief is different for each person, you know, we can, some can grieve a month, some can grieve six years, you know, so I really encouraged everyone when I did that interview was just to serve their tea and to serve who they were, you know, live their lives the way that they felt that they was best served for them. So if that meant a new relationship or a new job, new location, new, new, new family, then that was for them to serve. So when I serve tea, I serve tea in a different way because I serve it with life stories. I share it with heartbreaks and overcoming and success stories because I really want to encourage people to start sharing success stories. You know, we, everyone has a hard story. Everyone has a hard time in life. We all struggle. We all have overcome stuff. But we all have overcome. That's the big word is overcome. So why are we not sharing these overcomings? You know, why are we so ashamed of our overcomings? You know, why do we have to stick in that past? And what I do with the T is I serve the past, the present and the future. And I show people that it's a transformation. You need the past to be in the present to get to the future. But that doesn't mean that you bring all of the garbage with you to the present. You know, you don't bring all that hardship. If I brought all the hardship into my present now, I would not be sitting here. I would not be being interviewed by you, King, or sharing my cup of tea with the world. Because then I would be in that self-pity, right? Oh, my God, it's their fault. They did this to me. They weren't there for me. I, I've learned at a young age that the only person that has my back is me. And that's okay. I'm okay with that. You know, facing that hardcore reality is not easy. It's not an easy feat. Being vulnerable, not just with yourself, but with the rest of the world is very, very difficult. I still find it difficult to share my truths. I grew up in a household that was predominantly Christian and that Christian environment. And we were taught as children, what goes on in this house stays in this house. So I struggle with that, right? So today I know that what goes on in this house is a blessing for others once I release it. But it's hard. Mm, 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 mm. It is so hard. It's difficult. It's heart-wrenching. It's unbearable at times. When you're looking at that man or woman in the mirror, you're asking and demanding yourself to change. Mm, 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 mm. Michael Jackson was on to something. He was. He was definitely on to something. Um, you wrote a few books, Sacred Hearts Rising. Yes, I've written in book one, two, three, and book four is coming out in 2022. And I also wrote in The Unstoppable Gems, uh, The Everyday Woman Living Her Passion and Dreams. Uh, And I'm working on my memoirs because a lot of people are like, Miss Liz, your memoirs. And I'm like, I'm working on it. But I want to do my memoirs on an old antique typewriter. 
Mm. I want the old ink on my story. Okay. 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 I got you. I want that power from the past to be released to the present so that the future of Miss Liz, the legacy. So I, I love vintage stuff. So as you guys can see, I, I'm, I love the history of something that's been created. So my memoirs is the history of the past, the present and the future. So yeah, I I am looking for an old keyboard typewriter that has the old ribbon ink to it because I don't want new, I want old. And that's just who I am. So I am working on that. I do have some notes in that that I will be typing up. But I mean, I really want the story written on some really good, fine old paper, vintage paper. Mm -hmm. I'll find an antique store that has this paper. (laughs) I will look and I will find. So yes, that is my goal. But in Sacred Hearts Rising, what I did is I wrote in anthology. So I've actually written with 63 other authors within these books. And I've made some incredible friendships along the way. And in book one, I wrote about child abuse. In book two, it was the double grief. Uh, My daughter who who was born, stillborn from child abuse. Her father was the, my uncle who was molesting me. Uh, so I was 14 when I lost this child. And then the loss of my children being put into foster care um, because of domestic violence and not having that support from family. So that's in book two. In book three was mental health, the labeling. Why do we get labeled? You know, why do we get the stigma on us? So I'm that, and so in book three, I'm the, I'm the hidden gem. I'm the, I, I, I don't take labels. I take gems. So all the diagnoses that they diagnosed, they diagnosed me with over 18 different mental health disorders from all of the trauma and abuse that I've gone through. The number one mental health that I live with each and every day is called conversion disorder, which shuts my body down. Sometimes I can't speak. I can't see. I can't walk. Um, my body just shuts down and I have no control over it being a lot of doctors have diagnosed me with being crazy in the head because there's no medical um, results. Diagnosis for it, right, right. Diagnosis. So it's in your head. Oh, you're doing it to yourself. You're shutting. Like, I purposely want to not talk. I purposely no, right. don't want to see. <laughs> so, yeah, there's a lot, a lot of room and growth for understanding mental diagnosis. And I, and I bring a voice to that as well. Um, some diagnoses that I was given are not the diagnosis that I live with. Um, and I've proven that, uh, I stopped taking all of my medication in uh, 2009, August 26, 2009. And I remember that date because that was the date I said, no more, no more of the, of, of the medication controlling who I am. Mm. So I do have my hard days. I, I still have my emotional days. But I choose, and I don't encourage people to stop cold turkey. Yeah. I did what was best for me, not for anybody else. What was best for me, and I did let my doctors know ahead of time I was stopping. As as it was getting closer to that date, I was like, I can't do this anymore. I don't even know who I am. I don't even know who my children are because I was yeah. so drugged up yeah. that I I I was like gray and drooling and yeah. shaking from the side effects from medication, and instead. Medications. Yeah. And instead of taking me off of certain medications, all they did was add a new medication. Always. So at the end of the day, I was, I was, I had 28 pills a day and I was like, wake up, sleep, have a drink of water, go back to bed, sleep. And that was not a life for me. So I chose no more. And I chose to start living my life and saying, you know what, this is who I am. 
I am a messed up woman, but I've been through a lot. And let's just deal with, she's been through a lot. Let's help her get through it. Yes. Yes. That's, that's awesome stuff. That is awesome stuff, Liz. Like, yes. Um, That's great. Yeah. When a lot of people hear my story, they're like, how are you so, because of everything I've been through, right? I've been through child abuse. I've been through parental abuse parental abuse I've been through domestic abuse um you know uh I've been through loss and grief and mental health I just keep getting like knocked down but I keep getting up again and I keep telling everyone that we're all given our our stories God believes that we were strong enough to live this story he gave me this story because he knew I was strong he knew I would get up every time and I think that's something that my family to this day doesn't like, that I still keep rising. No matter how much they knock down, no matter how much they come at me, this girl does not stay down. <laughs> You're resilient. You have that resilient spirit and energy. And that's that's a beautiful thing because uh, it propels you forward. And that's what life is all about. That's what it's supposed to do. It's supposed to continue to help us elevate and move forward because the more trials and tribulations that we go through, it only strengthens us yep. so that we can be that voice for those that are going through the same thing or worse. And no matter how worse we think we have it, there is someone out there that has it much worse than we do. I always, I always try to tell my children, don't compare pain. Yes. Because there's no level of pain. pain you know, pain. What, what somebody goes through, we might say, oh, well, that's just once. You only went through it once. Once is too many. Let's stop. Let's stop with that. You that's know, it's just once. Like a, a child being sexually abused just once. Like, let's stop that. It's yeah. once too many. That's right. You know? That's right. My God. Yeah, that, that's awesome. Like, good stuff. Um, there's a young man, a young woman out there that's listening or will be listening to our podcast and uh, watching the videos. What today's Wellness Wednesday, and this is National National Pancreatic Cancer Awareness Month. What message of hope can you share with our loved ones that are out there listening and watching? Well, for anybody who's watching now or watching the replay, just serve your tea. Take the mask off, serve who you are, be authentic, be raw. You know, I'm I'm here today sharing my story with all of my mask off. I am who I am. I'm just the everyday woman that wants to make a difference. And you can too. We all can when we start working together and start serving who we truly are. So stay strong and own your stories. Like you've gone through a lot. Like King, you've gone through a lot. So own your story. Be proud of your story. You've overcome it. No matter how much it tried to knock you down, you're still sitting here today. So, you know, for all the viewers out there who think that tomorrow will never come, some people are not promised tomorrow. So live for today. Own your story for today and serve your story today. And let's all just make a difference with, with a simple cup of tea. Wonderful. Uh, With that, guys, I want to say that uh, if you're still standing, you're still strong. If you're still standing, you're still strong. 
If you get knocked down and you can look up, like Les Brown taught me, get up. Okay? <laughs> I, I watched that video that Les Brown did and, and heard that uh, the audio that he did, and it inspired me. It inspires me to this day. Even the best get knocked down or get knocked out sometimes. But the point is to get back up. That's my message to you guys today. Get back up. Just breathe. No excuses. Get it done. Just breathe. No excuses. Get it done. I am Dr. King Yah, your host of King Yah Speaks Radio and Podcast Network. It has been a pleasure. Uh, you guys, uh, please keep in mind that this is National Pancreatic Cancer Awareness Month. Please, uh, if you're led to make a donation, please feel free to make a donation for the tea. We'll ship the tea to you. Or if you don't want the tea, that's fine. We, we, we'll, we appreciate any donation, large or small. We appreciate you guys so much. Thursday is our Relationship Thursday show. Uh, we go live on Clubhouse at 7 o'clock p.m. Central Standard Time Zone. Join us every Thursday at that time, every Wednesday, when we're doing Wellness Wednesday. So see you guys next week. Thank you so much. Everybody have a great night. Okay. All right, guys. So I am Dr. King Yacht, the host, and uh, joining us is Elizabeth, who goes by Liz. Uh, and I'm not going to pronounce the last name, but uh, I want to give her an opportunity to share her social media information with you guys before we get out of here and ways that you can support her cause. So ways that you can reach me is through Miss Liz's Tea Time, the link tree. You'll see all of my links, all of the interviews and everything like I'm, like today. This will be all added to my link tree. You can also find me on Facebook, LinkedIn, uh, LinkedIn uh, Twitter, TikTok, Twitch, um, Instagram, and Anchor. I am on Anchor and I'm working on Spotify, iTunes, uh, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts. Where are you streaming uh, your podcast? <laughs> every podcast out there so if you google miss liz you will see all of the locations also i am working with sean fair so if you anybody would like to know more about sean fair check him out as well because i I just finished doing his leadership tour so i will be speaking for his platform a couple times next year in the future so those are the things that you can check out if you'd like to help miss liz my goal is to make a difference with a cup of tea so if you know somebody who has a story who needs that listening ear to make a difference, who is making an incredible difference in their family, their community, or their country, I would like them to be on Tea Time. So you can reach me at bookingmissliz at gmail.com, or you can check out Miss Liz's Tea Time's uh, link tree again. So, um, and if you'd like to make a donation to help Miss Liz, I do have a donation link up as well on my Facebook page. And I am open to donations. And those donations will actually help to keep Ms. Liz going. So thank you. I appreciate that so much. Thank you so much, Liz, for your time.